This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode 16. <laughs> How do you realign your time? In this episode, we look at too busy, too tired, and procrastination as we unpack patience. We begin in 22 seconds. See the good days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today in this Just Live podcast, episode 16, we're talking about realigning your time and unpacking patience. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together, Together we, we are Susie. Thanks for joining us. This day is like going to the Christmas store for me because I love time. The problem is there's never enough of it. Oh, Really, because we all have the same amount of time as each other. We all have 24 hours in a day. It's all about how you use it, isn't it? Yeah, but it's really easy to get out of alignment when it comes to time. Oh, yes. Tell me about alignment. When I think of juggling, I think of alignment. Because when you juggle balls, you have to make sure they're in some kind of pattern. Now, this pattern may be a cascade where... The right hand is going up and to the left and left to the right, and it's sort of just cascading back and forth. It could be columns Mm -hmm. where they're up and down, up and down. They can be inner fountains where you're throwing the ball from the inside. It's going to the outside where you catch it, or an outer fountain from the outside catching the inside. There are things called... Or a combination of the inner and outer. You can. That's called the tennis match, but we won't go there. There's also the shower, which means you're passing a ball from your right hand to your left hand and throwing it and catching it, so that's a shower. Then there's the box, which it goes up like a column on each side, but then a ball on the top goes across. Anyway, this is not a juggling lesson. What this <laughs> is, is every bit of juggling has to do with two things, timing and alignment. You've got to know where mm-hmm. to throw the ball so it can come down so you can catch the ball. Timing, rhythm is everything. I think you said it's like Christmas because Dan is good at time. When we wake up in the morning, if he gets a time set, Susie, what time is it? Alexa, what time is it? He checks his watch and he gets the time set in his body anytime throughout the day. He doesn't even have to wear his watch. We've done this many, many times. I can just say, what time is it, Dan? And he gets it spot on within five minutes, no matter what's going on. He is like a Swiss clock ticking away, tick, tick, ticking away. Speaking of time, we need to keep moving, so here we go. <laughs> Dan is great at time, and he's very aware of time. I am not. That is not my gift. I have other gifts, and it's not time orientation. I work really well in those community-oriented relationship cultures where it is the people that are more important than the time. And yet, Dan has helped me understand that we can be time-oriented and be people-oriented as well. They go together, knowing your time and being aware of the time and not just the people around you. So this is the fourth stop or the fourth part in the Align Tool. Nine we started off looking at the whole idea that if your relationships are out of line, you need love. If your thoughts are out of line, you need joy. If your emotions are out of line, you need peace. But what if your time 
is out of line. You well, need first of patience. All, yeah, we need patience. First of all, let's just think for a moment, what is time? Time is the continued sequence of existence that occur in an apparently irreversible succession from the past through the present into the future. Past, time present, future. is a measurement. A okay, measurement. We have to remember that. Time is a measurement. What does that mean? It's a measurement. It's a measurement. sequence. It's moving. Well, just like you have a, a foot or a meter or a kilometer, whatever, those all are measuring something. And a day is measured by time. So time simply is a measurement. Right. Well, when I think of time and patience and patience in time, I think of a stretched rubber band and the tension that we can feel between the two. For sure, I feel the tension. Not everybody does. Because I like to go slow. I like to be very in the present and not so much in the future. And sometimes Dan is a time-oriented person. Let's get vulnerable here. He is Always. so into the future <laughs> that he's skipping the, the present. Mm -hmm. And past, what is it? And many times he asks me, what did we do yesterday? He's so into the future that it's tricky for him to be in the past and in the present. Although you're great at remembering past stories and telling them. And so for me, I am the most comfortable in the present. Would you say you're most comfortable in the future? I enjoy the future. This is why I hate going to bed at night, because I'm going to miss the next moment of the day. I could get probably one more thing done if I stay up a little later. So I am very focused on the present because I am... Always thinking about the future. Present toward future, shall exactly. we say. Okay, exactly. that's great. So when we think about time, and um, I really appreciate that, we also need to think about patience. When we're talking about patience, and we're going to be unpacking and connecting them throughout this episode as we continue on, there are three distinct types of patience. So think about them. The first is interpersonal Patience, And that's basically patience with other people, where our personalities, our time orientation, our skills, they might collide. There might be some tension in that space, a stretched rubber band. It's with other people. Second type of patience is patience in life hardships. This is dealing with significant setbacks in life. For example, like a disability or a broken arm or uh, delayed money coming in. It's something that you have to have perseverance in. Probably these are big ones. I really don't want to learn that type of patience. So that, that isn't like patience. when I leave my socks on the floor and you tell me to keep picking no, them up. That is that would hardship? Be, that would be type three, which oh. is patience in daily hustles or daily <laughs> challenges. And patience in this type is the ability to stay calm through the challenges of life. It might be little quakes, it might be little bumps in the road, but these are the things that come up daily and not over a long period of time like type two life hardships. So patience two and three have to do with me having patience really with myself and my situation. And type one is interpersonal patience, patience with other people. So think about that and see which one applies to you when we're talking about patience and time. Macrothumia. Oh, what's that? Macrothumia. Okay. That's Greek for patience. It shows up in the Bible 50 times. Wow. There is this word that shows up and it means more than maybe what we just think today of patience. It's tension. It means tension of enduring or long suffering or long passion, mm. taking significant time before you do something. And as I was reading about this, it said, we all know the term short tempered. 
a person who is short-tempered. Or hot-tempered. They, they just very quickly. Fire up. They respond. Where patience would be in a word that would be long-tempered. Mm. Someone who doesn't fly off the handle. Someone who doesn't respond quickly. Calm, cool, and collected. Long-tempered is patience. I like the combination of those two, short-tempered versus long-tempered. That's what we want in patience. When we think about time, there's a number of issues that come up. One is being too busy. Our world lately, I hear so many people and I myself am too busy. I'm too busy. One of the things is I am multitasking. We're good at multitasking. Our phones cause us to be really good at multitasking or so we think. It doesn't mean we're accomplishing more. It just means we are too busy. We're not focusing. We're not really uh, narrowing in. One of the problems I have with being too busy is that I don't give myself margins. Mm. Since I'm not time-oriented, I really don't know how long something is going to take for me to do it. I do know what I need to do in a day, but I don't know the amount of times to do that because I just pour into it. And because I am present-oriented, I don't think about the time. And then my time allotment, especially in scheduling, overlaps into the next thing. And sometimes that's why I'm late. Did you know that? Sometimes. Sometimes that's why (laughs) I'm late. I don't have enough margins. I think I can do more than I can. And I don't give myself recovery time. And one thing that we found, especially in our creative process, that we need to have margins. And for us, Nature margins are the best. For example, we're creating this podcast and we're thinking time and patience. We talk about some of the issues that we think we should address. We go off, we do research, and then we soak in it a while. Yeah. And and our walks in nature, we have this green space, forested path in the place where we live. And that allows our creative mind to rest. It gives time in the edges to reach a little beyond that, to just prove to ourselves those concepts, but also to think of more ideas that sometimes end up being better ideas. So the Russian author Leo Tolstoy, he said this, the two most powerful warriors are patience and time. I love that because today that's what we're talking about. And these are two very, very powerful warriors in our life, patience and time. And when we are out of alignment in our time, we've got to stop. We have got to be patient. If we are too busy, then we need to realize we've made that choice to be too busy and we need to back up a little bit before we crash. I love the podcast series called Fight, Hustle, and Hurry by John Mark Comer and Jefferson Bethke. It's an 11-episode series, and that really helped bring awareness to this hustle and hurry that's going on. I grew up in a family that you hurried. I mean, my dad, he he hurries. He's 80-some years old. He still hurries. Mm -hmm. And yet, to me, I mean, to me, it's a sin almost not to hurry. But this podcast was so important for me to realize I can slow down. The couch in my house was meant to sit on, so I should sit down sometimes. (laughs) So hustle and hurry. Wow. When we live that lifestyle, when I live that lifestyle, I get frazzled, I get disappointed, and I always wonder if I've done enough versus when I'm relationship or community oriented, like some of my Latino friends, like some of my community-oriented culture, like some of our Asians, they really remind me and help me remember how important quality time is 
and to take time in relationships. That's so important. The whole idea that it isn't just time, it's quality time. Yeah. And quality time takes time. So have patience in that. Wow. Have patience. Have Have patience. patience. Don't Don't be be in such such a hurry. hurry. When you get discouraged, you only start to worry. When you get impatient. Remember remember that God God is is patient patient too. And think of all the times when others had had to wait wait for you. you. That was a long time ago. (laughs) I haven't thought of that That's the fruit of the spirit. Patience right there. That's from Bullfrogs and Butterflies. That's right, it was. Anyway, back to our program. Patience makes you a better friend, better co-worker, and even a better friend to yourself. If you can slow down and relentlessly eliminate that hustle and hurry and give quality time, that's going to make such a difference. What would happen if we became comfortable with being uncomfortable? Mm. Is it okay to be uncomfortable? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're both doing the eat Good question. I don't know. So what happens if we would slow down our speech, our action? We'd slow down, take deep breaths, and work it out. I just think, Suze, when you talk about slowing down, I mean, I just crack it up on the inside. Because even when we listen to podcasts, we bump <laughs> them up to 1.5. I mean, it's like, how fast can we get this person and to actually And still understand speak? it. And still it's understand unbelievable. it. There is this verse in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. And there's a, there's a lot in the Bible about patience. But I love this. Proverbs 14, 29. Whoever is patient has great understanding. I love that whole idea that if you are a person of great understanding, mm-hmm. you are not just in this moment. You take into consideration the past, mm-hmm. the future, and this moment. I'm tired. Have you ever said that or have you ever heard someone else say it? I have heard so many people say that. You know what my answer is to that? <laughs> of what? What are you tired of? Describe your tiredness. It really throws people off. I just want to warn you if you're going to try that. Sometimes it's not lack of sleep. It could be emotional, physical, mental, social, spiritual. Uh, you are an introvert and you get energy by being alone. Do yes, you get I tired do. from being with people? Yes. Then what sure. do you need in that moment? Go lay down. <laughs> you just need some personal I, I space. I need to find a corner. I need to find a place. Sure. I, I need to reach in my pocket and pull a deck of cards and shuffle a little bit. Yeah. When, when I'm mentally tired, I give myself margins. I was talking about that earlier, but I have learned to slow down my breathing. Sometimes I'm in that hustle hurry. I'm so worn out because I didn't give myself a personal break. And Dr. Caroline Leaf and some others that I'm I'm learning from, they're talking about inhale and exhale breathing. And there's a lot of different types where you inhale for a certain amount of time and you exhale for a certain amount of time. If you're hurried, if you're stressed, if you're anxious because you've been running, running, you're tired from that, then you want to have a short breath. Dr. Caroline Leaf has this breathing technique And it's three seconds of inhale. And she says, think and feel. That's how I'm supposed to breathe. As I intake, think and feel. And then as I exhale, that should be seven seconds. And this one should be choose two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
So I think and feel and whatever I'm thinking and feeling, I identify it. And then I choose what I'm going to do with it. And I actually had my God time this morning, my journaling, and I spent some time breathing prayers like that. I inhaled, think and feel, trying to identify what's going on. And then I exhaled and I chose what I was going to do with that. So I can choose to have a different perspective. Sometimes we're just so tired because we're mentally, emotionally overwhelmed with unprocessed stuff going on inside us. I actually have a hard time breathing in and talking at the same time. So can I just breathe in for three seconds and think those thoughts or do I have to try to say them? Yeah, you don't have to say them. No, no, no. You could. Well, you say the words think and feel or you think the word think and feel. And exhale, choose two, three, four, five, six, seven. But process the thinking and the feeling, identify what's going on. You could also, like you said, be physically tired. You might need to be sitting down. You could be tired because you haven't had nutrition. You might need some water and try to identify what's going on because if you know why you're tired, you can treat that with a solution that's specific for the reason that you're tired. And it's so important for life. We're all about living life to the full. The most valuable thing in life is probably time because you can't get more of it. And I think that that slowing down allows you to experience time in a much better way. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm big on FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out. What about FOBO, fear of better options? Mm. Like I I don't want to not do it because I might miss out or there might be something better that comes out. And I heard this one lately and recently that I'm trying to put into practice. And it's JOMO. JOMO. Joy of missing out. Now this that's is, patience right there. It, that's it is. It's proudly living life in the slow lane. So you're having joy because you have made priorities, you're choosing priority, and you have a joy of missing out because it's not exactly where you need to be right now for whatever reason. That reminds you of one of the quotes of Joyce Meyer. She says, patience is not simply the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we are waiting. Oh, yes. It's those moments I hear that, that are one. so important. That one's so good for me. Let's think for a moment about procrastination. Actually, It is an action. When you procrastinate, you put it off for later. And a definition is unnecessarily and voluntarily delaying or postponing something. Hmm. It also can be something despite knowing there will be negative consequences for doing so. So you're putting it off for later. It might be unnecessary or it might be a voluntary thing or... It might be that you're just putting off negative consequences because for me, I'm Enneagram 7 and I avoid anything that has to do with pain. If I think it might be painful, I have to do a lot of work to get into that space. And that's why I'm really quite an expert at procrastination. I think I'm going to start working on procrastination tomorrow. (laughs) That's exactly it. I think this is all these things you're talking about, Suze. This is why we need patience. We need patience with ourselves, mm-hmm. with others, mm-hmm. with this this culture that we live in where get it done. I can't get it done. I'm too busy. I, I need to have time for myself. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. And yet I don't want to procrastination. These, these things require patience. Yes, it does. You talked about having patience with others and yourself. We also need to sometimes have patience with God. 
in that, we put out a prayer request. We're having something urgent going on, and we want him to take care of it right now. We might need to apply it to the God space as well. It's good. I love what Mel Robbins says. She's got a five-second rule. When I'm in procrastination, or I'm just getting lazy, or I'm just like... I'm just numbing out. Then I do the five second rule. And basically it's counting backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one. And then there's got to be some action. So get up, move, uh, move your body. I'm trying to do that more and more. So I, I stay out of the procrastination space and I'm into the action space. Here's another thing we can do if we want to learn to live time in the slower lane. Learn to be a good listener. If you listen more than you talk, it slows your brain down. It it focuses on connection versus disconnection in your conversation. You don't want to have disconnection. You don't want to unvalue or unhear or give a message that you are not important because you're not listening to your friend. What about listening and giving a pause afterwards all the way to the end? Encourage more what else as somebody is talking Some of us need to go to deeper levels and process and giving the gift of listening will allow you to become more patient and slow down. Yeah, because I actually believe when a lot of people speak, they don't need me to respond right away. They need me to listen, to process, to wait, because they may actually have something more to say. So good listening is not thinking while they're talking. It's listening while they're talking and then beginning to think. And giving them that extra space. You give that gift. Another something that can help us is to slow down. One of the ways I'm finding to do that for myself and give myself a bigger margin is what I call morning rhythms. That includes journaling, something morning pages, free writing. It's it's my God time, time in the Bible, time listening to God, time processing what's going on. And another study we found showed that in order to slow down, you can read more. If you read more with full comprehension, you're going to learn how to slow down and have more patience. One study said, on average, only 45% of people are willing to read more than, get this, 15 seconds. Can you believe it? Almost half of the people are willing to read more than 15 seconds. That's like reading a line or a headline. That's almost nothing. If we can just encourage ourselves to read more, then we'll learn how to slow down and take it in. Now, as we're talking about these things, I don't want you at home listening or in your car listening, being all anxious about all these things you now have to do. (laughs) We are not trying to load onto a list of things. This just may be one thing that could take you from too busy, too tired, procrastination, FOMO, into peace is having that time to give yourself patience. Another area I'd love to talk about is delayed gratification. The human brain is hardwired to seek out rewards. So if we can train ourselves to delay gratification, and if we're supervisors of others who are trying to get quick gratification, we can help them too, but especially ourselves. Delayed gratification. For example, Amazon is my friend because I can find so much there, even stuff I didn't know I needed, but I can also get it cheaper and faster and higher quality when I compare. One of the ways I do this is create a wish list or I save till later and I try to delay it for a day or 
longer talking to Dan and making sure that that's actually something that I really need and not just want. Another study said to help us with delayed gratification, we can read something before we watch TV or exercise before we eat breakfast or, for me, do my morning rhythms before I eat breakfast. Did you notice I'm very breakfast-oriented? That's one of my rewards, especially if it's waffles. And another way we can learn how to have delayed gratification is design positive distractions while waiting for your reward. So something that's going to be healthy for your mind, your body, your spirit, that will help you while you learn how to wait. So this whole area of time and patience, sometimes you just need to accept what you can't change Mm -hmm. and just have some breath about that. You don't have to put words, just breath. So sometimes in the midst of figuring out how do I move from being overloaded in time to having patience is we have to accept that there are some things that we cannot change. We just need to breathe. We need to adjust our expectations. Mm -hmm. My expectations oftentimes get me in a problem because my expectation is we have to walk out the door at this time so we can be here at this time. And and what if it, what if I have a flat tire and all this stuff? My expectations cause my my exhaustion when it comes to time. And patience is adjusting those expectations, giving yourself some margin, mm-hmm. giving yourself time to to sit, to wait, to to breathe, to have conversations. To me, there is a different way to live. I don't have to live under the gun. I can live patient. So we've been trying to realign our time by unpacking the patience in our life. Are you too busy? Too tired? Are you good at procrastination? Do you hustle and hurry? Do you struggle with FOMO instead of JOMO? Do we have the fear of missing out or do we feel that tension? All these things are choices. Yes. They're all choices. And if we choose patience, we'll find ourselves living fully alive. And realigned with our time. So we've given you a lot of ideas, a lot of options for you to think about when you think about time and patience. Just wondering, what's one thing that stands out to you? What is one action step? that you can take as a result of what you heard today that really hit the nail on the head. For me, it's margins. What about for you? I think adjusting my expectations and pausing to realize if I walk out the door in five minutes instead of now, there's not a single person in the world that's going to care. So I have to adjust my expectations. (laughs) Except for me. May you live fully alive. As you love your life, your world, and your God. My name's Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are are doozy. doozy. Live fully. And love fully. I hope you've enjoyed this episode 16, Realigning Your Time Towards Patience. Be patient. Bye. Bye.